There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071. A great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning. And welcome to Hour 3 of Jason and Alexis in the Morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex. Holly's off for a few days, and Fernelli's filling in. We have the full-size dirt alert coming up a little bit, plus a little boob tube bonanza. A very, very Ooh. dramatic episode. Oh my gosh, Jason, it was already oh the Snatch Game, and then on top of that? Oh, <gasps> and also... Yeah, shocked. And also, I laughed. I, I really did LOL on an airplane. We were watching it on the airplane. And oh. I probably one of the biggest laughs I've had from the show in a while. Oh, yes. Um, and, um, uh, I think I, well, okay, yeah. we'll guess when we get there. Oh, God. It was so funny. But we'll get to all that a little bit later. But right now, it is time to figure out who's the butthole. It's time for Am I the Asshat? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Asshat? I always love uh, ones like this. Uh, Most of us, at some point in our life, have had to deal with or live, and maybe you do now, in communal living situations. Um, and all of the things, all of the little things that can come up from that. This is one of those. Oh, okay. This comes from the Reddit thread, the constant uh, Reddit thread called, uh, am I the, well, we can't say, uh, am I the <laughs> whole, these are real situations by real people. We just read them. Um, and this is one that I found that was posted last night. Okay. Am I the asshat? For using our building's washer and dryer at 6.20 a.m. They write. Okay. So I live in an apartment complex in which each building of the complex houses eight units. First floor and second floor. And each building has a coin-operated washer and dryer in a dedicated laundry room for residents to use. They are quite popular, so you definitely have to keep an eagle eye on them whenever you want to use them. It just so happens that the laundry room is right next to my neighbor's, uh, right below me, unit. 
I thought it would be a good idea to do my laundry this morning as soon as I woke up because it would give me a surefire chance of being able to actually use the washer and dryer. Mm -hmm. Well, after loading my clothes and a couple of flights up and down the stairs later, my neighbor came out of his unit as soon as I was opening the laundry door. He sternly whispered at me saying, yo, it's barely 6 a.m. I'm trying to sleep and I can hear the washing machine running through my walls. To which I replied, I'm sorry if I disturbed you, but I wanted to be able to do the laundry at a time when no one else was using it. He replied with, well, I'm telling the landlord about this. This is ridiculous. And then he slammed the door shut on my face. I just took a quick look at our lease agreement, and I see that our quiet hours are 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. on Sundays. Also, I didn't see any specific uh, quiet hours listed for the laundry rooms. Uh, I wanted to use washer and dryer early in the morning because no one else would be using it. I got yelled at, so I'm just wondering. I've tried to do the right thing, but am I the asshat? 651-641-1071. Yeah, just because it's not um, like a specific, well, violation, you know, because I guess if it's 6 o'clock, is that when the quiet hour ends? So no one's doing laundry at that time. You know, I lived in a place like this where, yeah, it was like in between two apartments. I don't think this person's the asshat. Yeah. And I think that the landlord needs to be more explicit about the times and if that's going to be a problem. How about you, Ellie? I think not the asshat. Also, you just be aware of the unit you're in. I mean, I, I lived in a pretty crappy apartment building and it was all like choose your battles, you know? Yeah. I've, I was, like, I've had stuff stolen from the laundry room <laughs> that, that makes me mad. But, like, mm-hmm. if, if you live next to, if you share a wall with the laundry room, just get, like, earplugs and just deal with it. Because, I mean, they're not doing anything wrong. You're just trying to live your life. It's a pretty normal time to do laundry if you're an early riser, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I say not. Yeah. I'm with both of you. I say not, not the asshat because... I know all about, I've lived in apartments and condos and big buildings and small buildings and four units and five units. Every building has quiet hours. Yeah. And if you are not violating them, and he was not, Mm-mm. 20 20 minutes past the time. Um, And also, if you are the dude that lives next to the laundry room, there's some personal responsibility there. Yeah. And I know that there's some courtesy too. I mean, you rely sure. on some neighborly courtesy. However, you... You chose that unit. You know what unit you're in. Yes. Yeah. You you know where you're, you know, we have, we have, even in our building, um, we have, we don't have a, a laundry room, but we have a workout room. Mm-hmm. We have a little gym. Yeah. And the two units that uh, flank them, actually Donna Valentine, I think used to be <laughs> in that, used to be in one of those units. Anyway. Oh um, yeah. Fun yeah, I used to. Well, it used to be. Yeah, it was in my building. It used to live down the hall. Um, y- there was a sign in our gym that said, do not drop the free weights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it does disturb your neighbors. So there is some neighborly courtesy. Yeah, it's not, but, yeah right. Like boots and stuff or things that yes. would make a lot of noise. But mm. just like it's the guy's, um, just like it's the, the unit owner's, uh, uh, not right. That's not the right word, but it's within the rights of that 
guy to do his laundry. Yeah. He's not doing anything wrong. Especially and if it's really think, busy. I don't even think that would violate quiet hours. Like, do you really think if he was doing his laundry at 11 p.m., this guy came out and yelled at him, that you'd be able to, like, report that to the landlord and be like, he wasn't being quiet. He's like, he was doing laundry. It's very true, Ellie. It's not <laughs> yeah. like he was having a party. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, right. <laughs> and you live next to the machine. Like, oh. well, and maybe the landlord needs to look into maybe, like, soundproofing that room more. I- well, also, um, I wish I was that guy. I I need sound. I need a sound machine and a fan. I have a turbine. <laughs> I have a jet engine in our bedroom. Oh. Um, I need noise. So I would love the the dull the dull noise the of a dryer. washer or dryer going. Oh yeah, that would put me right to sleep. Even if it's not consistent. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter to. No, 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 no. Yeah, but know thyself, like you guys have said. You know, if that's going to be an issue, you know, if you can, pick a different place to live. Also, don't scream at your neighbors. Pick your battles. It's, like, so weird to me that you're, like, coming out and, like, yelling at someone you share a living space with over over this, you know? Yeah, they know where you live. (laughs) I'm hesitant to even, like, knock on someone's door and be like, um, excuse me, it's 4 a.m. and you're still playing that music really loud. Can you just turn it down a smidge? Like, I'm not even going to do that because I'm scared of getting into like a negative interaction with someone I'm constantly next to. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. We've had, I've talked about it before. We had to, we, uh, we had to write a email because we had some, we had uh, a couple in our building that continuously let their dog roam the hallways off leash. No. And oh, then that's right. And then would open the door to the uh the relieving area, the potty area off leash. They especially in the winter. Look, nobody wants to go outside in the winter with your dog. It sucks. It's part, but it's part of dog ownership. They would stand in the vestibule, open the door and let the dog freely off leash run to the potty area while they were toasty warm. And it's like, no, 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 Because my dogs now, God bless Dexter. He's, you know, he's having trouble walking. But back in the day, Dexter doesn't like other dogs. And yeah. the, the off-leash dog would go right up to Dexter's face. And we're lucky we didn't have a dog fight. And I finally, after Colin, well, Colin dealt with it with him more. We dealt with it like a, about a half a dozen times before I finally did have to write an email to the association and be like, look. I'm not trying to be Gladys Kravitz. I do not want to be known as that couple. But this is blatant. Yeah. This isn't this is blatantly defying a rule for their own safety. I'll ha- I'll tell you. You know what I mean? It's And and yours and your dogs because yes. if some of a dog off leash gets in your dog's face and your dog who within their own right to not like another dog bites them, who's yep. at fault? Who's going to get screamed at? Exactly. So, but we in Oh god, but we encountered that what made me think of it is Ellie, you saying you wouldn't knock on the door because you would have to, you know, you're living. Next well, door yeah, but about like someone's music being too loud. I'm saying oh, pick yeah. your battles. I'd pick that battle. Uh, but yeah. I, I had only encountered the the wife of this couple, a couple, like I think it was two weeks ago. I, I encountered, I came, I came face to face with the guy in the, <laughs> with the, the guy in the relationship. How'd I was that like, go? Oh, hello. No, we didn't say anything to each other. I'm like, hello. Yes, that's me. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> just, Needed to protect my dogs. Yeah, I need to protect my dog. But he didn't say anything, nor did I. Again, I don't want to be Gladys Kravitz. I hated doing it, but every every other week, Colin would text me during this show and be like, 
went outside to take a potty and they were off leash again and Dexter freaked out. And I'm like, okay, we can't have this. This is going no, on. No, I would long. lose my mind. Yeah. I'm about to lose my mind on my across the street neighbors who have three mattresses stacked up in the street. And they clearly tried to get the trash pickup to pick them up without, like, you know, paying for it or doing proper junk removal. So they've been there for a week. Oh, gosh. And trash isn't going to take them tomorrow. And I have half a mind to, like, Ugh. put a note that said, like, put $40 in my mailbox and I'll deal with it for you. <laughs> Just yeah. pay the junk removal fee and I'll deal with it for you. <laughs> Ellie, yeah. I have a better idea. I'll come over with my my talk tick remover flamethrower, and we'll just burn the the. Uh, oh, we'll you just need burn to. Oh. They left him out in the rain. <laughs> oh, gross! Ew, ew. People are gross sometimes. I know. We're gonna come back. Ugh. Ellie's not gross. She has a dirt alert. Hey everyone, it's Alexis. I want to talk to you about my genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did my genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with the big entertainment and pop culture stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Ellie filling in for Holly. Hello, Ellie. Let's get dirty, everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. first off, I wanted to discuss uh, Tyler James Williams took to Instagram to kind of post a few comments I thought were very interesting and well well said. Uh, you know, he's been frequently been the source of much speculation about his romantic life, in particular his sexuality. Um, and he posted in a series of Instagram stories over the weekend as in a way to address those rumors um, and the, about the dangers of speculating about someone's sexual orientation. Uh, he said, the conversation is bigger than me. I'm not gay, but I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closeted person lets slip is very dangerous. Overanalyzing mm-hmm. someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contribute to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel when they fear living in their truth. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard those rumors about him before, and I like that he said this. I like that. Now, it sucks that he has to do this at all, mm-hmm. um, but good good for him. Way, way to be a great ally, and, and, he's, and he's right. Yeah. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I try to avoid those types of jokes, even if they're, you know, m- meant with no harm. It's like, you know, it doesn't do anybody any good. So I'm glad he did this. I like him. I really, I really like him. I mean, he's so good yeah, in Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I'll throw that out there because I'm not sure I mentioned. If you haven't seen Abbott Elementary, he also, it's, everybody loves Chris as a kid. Yeah. That's where he got his uh, big break. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might remember him him there. But yeah, it's pretty much his entire like adult career he's been dogged by speculation about his dating like because he's not very public about it no um and he also i think tries to present not like an overtly masculine way which is contrary to a lot of leading actors Mm -hmm. yes um but yeah i think yeah the, the speculation about sexuality in hollywood it's more 
common and talked about, I think, in a, like tabloid media than is certainly appropriate, let alone safe. Yeah, yes. That's true. Um, yeah, I did want to just highlight that because I really appreciated those comments. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got? Well, this one's interesting. I'll make sure I try to say her name right. Um, Ajoa Ando, who plays uh, in the Bridgertons, she's um, the countess, the 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 queen's consort. I'm losing the word, and I don't have it written down. But the uh-huh. Lady Danbury, yes, she plays Lady Danbury. Okay, there it is. Uh, well, so in regards to the King Charles coronation, she was on ITV and discussing discussing the event, and she said um, of the royal family, they look uh, terribly white. Uh, we've gone from the rich diversity of the Westminster Abbey to a terribly white balcony. I'm very struck by that. She said this on ITV, and uh, OFCOM received <laughs> over 8,300 messages from disgruntled viewers asking for uh, an inquest to be made uh, regarding the propriety of those comments. Over 8,000 people said they found the comments offensive and amounted to racial discrimination. And the wow. UK, the regulator actually did like investigate these comments and they just published that they were not going to uh, pursue any penalties for the complaints. Well, that's her opinion. That's what she was there to... Right, and it's not even that bad of a thing to say. But over eight thousand comments, I think it really just speaks to like the weird relationship that these you know British people feel with the British royal family and a need to protect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Neither situation surprises me. No, <laughs> I feel no. I feel bad for her as I'm sure you're sitting there reading this and be like, really, this is something I'm dealing with because I said that. Yeah, it could have been worse. (laughs) Um, Some interesting news uh, coming out of this morning as, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Prince Harry was supposed to take the stand um, Mm -hmm. as the first uh, royal in over like 170 years to take the stand as a witness in any political trial or criminal trial. Yeah. um, Because he is suing uh, the publisher of the Daily Mirror for... Um, what he believes a history of wiretapping and phone tapping and illegally procuring information. Um, he presented 50 articles. He said had information um, that you could only get through wiretapping. Mm. Um, yeah, he didn't show up in court today. He was supposed Prince to. Prince did not. Interesting. He did not. He He was supposed to take the stand this morning and he didn't show up. He failed to arrive in high court. Uh, people were very mad. His representation told the court that the Duke would not attend the hearing today as he arrived in the UK late after flying from California last night where he had been celebrating his daughter Lilibet's second birthday. So he couldn't appear in court because uh, he was tired after flying from California for his daughter's second birthday. Mm, But he will take the stand. Theoretically, but he was supposed to today so they'll have to reschedule him and the courts have accused him of wasting Their the lawyer's time as they did not have the proper time to cross reference him in order to like present the the proper case like yeah. against him. He was supposed to take the stand at this time because they had everyone in the courtroom courtroom properly scheduled to cross examine him and to reschedule it. It's not a matter of show up tomorrow. Yeah, and, and look, I'm. 
it's great that you want to be a great dad and the birthday party and go to Chuck E. Cheese, but it's court. It's court. And yeah. you filed this and you need to show up. And Lilibet won't even remember that birthday. You'll be fine. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be <laughs> harsh, but no, it's, it's just the truth. You have responsibility. So, boom. More of these stories at mytalkworld71.com. Major drama on RuPaul next. Meow, 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 meow. Thank you so much, David, for always stepping up for my talk initiatives. Like the Cat Video Festival. Like Pride. Like uh, Bids for Kids. Oh, there's just so many. Uh, just so appreciative. And that's the kind of company I want to work with when it comes to my mortgages. Or mortgage, I should say. I'm like, no, there's not multiple. Um, and it's just wonderful. Someone who's already invested in the community, part of the community, and David and the team at First Equity, they've been doing it for 23 plus years, helping you with your mortgage, conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer, lots of different mortgages available to you, and First Equity can do them all. They are an independent mortgage broker, so you get that unmatched, personalized service you need and deserve, and because they're not specifically attached to a bank, you... Uh, have uh, the upper hand because they can shop multiple lenders. 763-251-8000 or use my talk keyword David. Drama, drama, drama. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. Streaming worldwide on our my talk app. I'm Jace with Lex. Holly's off. Ellie's filling in. So Ooh. Oof. where do we begin, Jason? <laughs> yeah. We never want to leave people out. Even if you don't watch RuPaul, don't turn the dial. This is just drama in general. That is interesting. Uh, This is the All-Star Season 8 happening on Paramount+. And there were several bits. Well, there was one major piece of drama. So, spoiler alert if you did not watch it yet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm not listening. But we have to talk about it. So, uh, Heidi in Closet, one of the most uh, popular queens this season and one of the most popular and well-liked. Oh. I mean, she won Miss Congeniality. Well-liked. Love, Heidi. Um, queens in, in the universe of RuPaul up and quit the competition three quarters of the way through this week's new episode. After being called out by one of her competitors, one of her friends, for a, kind of a joke, a bit mm-hmm. that she did during the challenge, the Snatch Game of Love, which is a takeoff of the dating game. Compiled Broadly, with the fact, too, that may, there were some, I guess, some conversations off screen just saying, hey, uh, Jimbo, you have to watch your back. Candy Muse is out to get you. Yeah. So it's kind of both at the what same did, time. What what's your general thoughts about I'm her sad. just leaving the competition? I'm so sad because I love Heidi in Closet. I actually thought she did really well during the Snatch Game, which of course Snatch Game already dramatic enough, right? Um, but I'm really sad that she decided to leave because I thought she was a really good competitor, um, and I don't think she'll regret this because I think she really did leave by saying, you know, I want to protect my peace, basically, is what she was saying. Um, But I do wonder if this is something that will come back to bite her in the end. Very Ben Delacreme. I I agree. 
I was kind of like, it was just very dramatic. Yeah. It, and all of a sudden, I mean, we were watching it on the plane together. Yeah. Uh, Colin and I went back and I'm like, oh, wow. She just, up. oh, okay, she's done. Yeah. And it was just very, I was, I kind of did do a little bit of an eye roll. And I love Heidi, but I was like, oh. okay, I get it. Now, here's where I think the accusation, not, not the, uh, Talking about the talking about Candy Muse saying that she's coming after Jimbo. Yep, I was but, I was waiting to, for this, Jace. What is your take on that? Do you think uh, that conversation happened? Yes, I do. Hundred percent, me too. Hundred percent. I mean, it's Candy Muse, and she's in in my talker. She's like a troublemaker. I mean, she's a she's a potster. Sure is. Um, so that does not surprise me. The thing that made me really upset was that Kahana Montrese. Yes, had, a, had accused Heidi of kind of kicking her when she's down. So let me try to explain this if you don't know the vernacular of the show. So they're all imitating celebrities. It's 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 the dating game, but in, but they're all the queens have to be a, has has to be somebody. Mm-hmm. For instance, one of the queens did be Arthur. Yes, literal be Arthur, not our boss. <laughs> Um, another oh, so queen good. did Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Um, the queen in question that quit the show, hiding closet, did Blackbeard the pirate, and she was on stage with another queen who was—I can't remember who she was portraying. Um, um, it was her drag mother, Coco Montrese. Yes, and she was not doing well. Mm-mm. This this Kahana Montrese was not doing well. Everyone. She wasn't landing jokes. She didn't even have jokes. And Heidi, it came to Heidi, and Heidi pulled out a treasure map because she was a pirate and said, here, try to find a joke on this map. And it was funny. Uh huh. And Kahana got all upset that Heidi had allegedly kicked her when she was down. I have news for her that, and someone said this, that is the way this game is played. You go back and you look at any snatch oh, game. Yes. When one fumbles, it is your job. That's a competition. If someone doesn't land a good joke, I remember Bianca Del Rio would do that as Judge Judy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? If one of the other queens stumbled and bumbled and bumbled their way through a response to Rue's question, Bianca jumps in. And yeah. and it's funny. That's what you do. Well, and it also is an opportunity to just slam dunk it back, you know, and that's because Heidi by saying, oh, yeah, here, find find a joke. She opened the door again for her and to volley to volley and to, yeah, have some fun with that. And she just didn't. Yeah, maybe you're just a bad upset. comedian. I, <laughs> yeah, she is. Like Heidi was very generous, I thought. Yeah, that's the way the game is played and you can't get hurt by that. No, it's not. That's the way it's played. It's, I'm sorry, it's not Heidi's fault that you sucked, but you did. No, I thought you were going to say she made like some like vaguely racist joke or something. No! No, no you just, like, oh, I feel so game. sorry for you. Yeah. It's comedy. Uh, You're in drag. Drag is like comedy to a big extent. Like, keep up. So then, yeah. you know, that, that pylon, and then again, <sighs> Heidi overheard a conversation with one queen saying she was coming after another queen, and that got revealed. So the two dramas coming at Heidi 
made her want to quit the competition. Yeah. And she did. She just said, I'm done. I need my peace and walked out. Walked. And didn't come back. No. I mean, you did saw not her come pack back. up her stuff at the end, but that, that's what they do with everyone. So. Yeah. And Kahana should actually be very grateful because she would have been gone. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. She, this isn't good. Uh-uh. I and, miss Heidi already. And, yeah. It's just unfortunate. It didn't. It shouldn't have gone down like that. And yeah. it was it was unnecessary. Highly, highly unnecessary. Now, the the positive though, um, I oh laughed <laughs> out loud on the airplane with Jimbo doing Shirley Temple. Oh my! Oh gosh. my God! Were you laughing, Lex? Jason? I was dying. Dying. They should actually, they should rename this to Jimbo's Drag Race because yes. Jimbo is just killing it. And I, yes, I could not stop laughing when she was tap dancing like that, and just <laughs> like she's is a child on the dating show, and then calling out, uh, was it Bowen? Bowen. Bowen. Okay, yeah. But he's a perv he's for a wanting perv to date a child. For wanting to know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, look, Mama, look what I can do, and then just started going nuts with the little like coily. Hair, you know, bouncing up and down. Oh, my gosh. That was such a great character. It's so funny. It was so good. Ugh. It was so, so good. I love Jimbo. You so. know, what, Chase, I was wondering, as I was watching this, you know, I know that they had to kind of pivot during COVID because they couldn't have so many people on the stage. So they went to, like, a dating-style show. So they split the queens up four and four, and then they have kind of, like, two separate performances. I miss the kind of good old days when they were all together. Yep, me too. So I wonder, you know, you can now go back to the old format. I hope they do that the next time. I do too. I do miss them all together. Yep. Uh, RuPaul All-Stars, you can catch up right now on Paramount Plus, everyone. Speaking, Speaking of RuPaul, Pride, come out to a low J live broadcast for Pride Month presented by David at First Equity. And Pride Wine Dabbler, Lori and Julia will be at El Burrito Mercado on Thursday, June 8th. Join us as we celebrate Pride and enter to win some fun prizes like Sam Smith concert tickets or tickets to the Pride Wine Dabbler. Details at mytalk1071.com. Enter keyword Pride. And hey, we're also a proud partner of the 2023 Pride Rainbow Run 5K My Way. Race day is June 25th. So join right now. You're going to get a t-shirt and a medal for participants. MyTalk1071.com. Yeah. Keyword pride, everyone. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Give it at First Equity. Hey, friends. Let's scan for Rebath. Oh, man. Functionality should never compromise beautiful design. And Rebath, they get it. They are a one-stop bathroom remodeling shop. They cover the entire process from design to done. And, of course, within your budget. They do a wonderful job. We got our bathroom done about three years ago now. Still feels brand new, easy to clean. We went with their DuraBath, which is their exclusive brand. Um, but have them come out for a free estimate. You just go to rebath.com and a designer will come to you. We're talking custom bathrooms here. Really beautiful. Uh, another reason to contact Rebath is that they are hiring right now for their summer event team. Lots of fun things going on, including the Minnesota State Fair. Of course, they're out there. They're right on Machinery Hill, just down the street. From the MyTalk booth, if you like to work outside, you like to work on a team, you don't mind talking to strangers, and you can get excited about bathroom remodeling and pretty things, make sure you contact Julie about joining their summer events team at Rebath.com. And here we are. 
with Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk on the my talk app wherever you want to wherever you want us to be there we are yeah cheap date take us anywhere please <laughs> please please thanks to all the sweet comments I'm feeling Alexa I have a little bit of uh my my tummy's a little worked up today oh why for um big day over here at the talk show <gasps> yes um, because That's we expand. Right. Yeah, today's the day. The Jason Show expands uh, again uh, to Chicago starting today, live at 10 a.m. Yes, um, congrats. Thank you. Pick up a hot dog and catch the show. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No mustard, Some, though. No must. No, no, no ketchup. I mean, no ketchup. ketchup. I'm sorry. The other, th- the other way no, around. No, just tomatoes yeah. and celery salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. right. Yeah, whoops. Yeah. No ketchup. Oh, wait. So do you do a, are you going to do a special shout out to your Chicagoians? Uh? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, um, yeah, we've changed some things around and, uh, I, and I woke up this morning and I really, I don't get nervous, um, about stuff like this, but I have a little tinge of nervousness. Um, but I'm trying to just act like it's a normal day. You know what I mean? I'm trying to act like, cause I want to present the show that we always present. So I'm trying to not get up in my head, you know what I mean. I'm trying to not be in my in my in my head about it, and just do the show like we normally do. Um, but yeah, right off the top, mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know give a little shout out and uh, acknowledge the fact that you know I'm from Ch- Chicagoland area and it's good to be back. And I love the Cubbies and I love hot dogs with no ketchup and <laughs> Oprah yeah. Winfrey and Rock and Roll McDonald's and you know and all that stuff. But and then just go about a normal show, but I would be lying to you if I said I didn't have a little bit of anxiety. I've had to tinkle a couple more times today. Well, you have so much like muscle memory in it, though. It's like you're probably going to feel nervous until you start doing it, and then it's just going to feel like like a bike. It's the anticipation of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have some fun stories. Like when we we were in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and uh, myself, executive producer Jeff, photographer Eric, and uh, (laughs) Eric went on the streets of Chicago and asked people what they were most excited about, about our show. And nobody knows who I am there. So the responses were pretty damn funny. Um, so we're going to run that today. Um, so I can't wait to see that. And yeah, we have some other little surprises, but awesome. Oh, I'm just, yeah, I'm very, very excited. So, oof. Yeah, I just day. want it, want it to be 11 AM. I want to just get this first show done and then I'll, then the air will be let out of the balloon. You know what I mean? It'll be like, okay, the pressure. We're so secondary today to your anxieties. Actually, no, this has been great. Yeah, yeah oh no, this has actually been, because it's like, you know, Lex and I could do this sleepwalking. Um, yeah. Yeah, Quite literally, you, know, you, you kind of do. We kind of do yeah, sometimes. You know, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but no, this has been, it's been great. And I, again, the thing I'm most excited about is the fact that my lead-in is Pat Robertson. What is I mean, it about gays? That's right, Pat. The 700 Club. He's actually not on it anymore, but yeah. I just find that so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, today yeah. uh, today at 10. Awesome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Break a leg, uh, right? Thank you. Break a leg. Break a leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, one little things we didn't get to. Um, oh, Andy Cohen, if you want to pull that story up. We didn't get to that yet. Andy Kerr, uh, Andy Cohen opening up about his uh, his surrogate. Oh, but, yeah. But while you're finding that, this will be very quick. One thing that I read yesterday that we didn't get to, um, and I understand uh, Eva Longoria was out promoting her new movie, Flamin' Hot, and somebody asked her about 
a Desperate Housewives uh, reboot. And she said Mark Cherry will never do it. Because, and he's absolutely right, she said, we did 11 years, like 10 seasons or whatever. And uh, I think, no, eight, actually. And she said, everything, everything, I slept with everybody on the street. She said, there's nothing else for these characters to do. And I thought about it. She's absolutely right. And so is Mark Cherry. Because back in those days, network shows had to do 20, well, still, networks still do this, 24, 25 episodes a season. So that's a lot of plot to, that's a lot of plot to burn through. Eight seasons? And I thought, she's absolutely right. Even even a 10 streaming episode uh, count might be difficult. Yeah. What else can we have Gabby do? Double. What else can we have Edie? You know, Edie's dead, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, oh, oh she got no. electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. she's she gone. Anyway. Now that would be something the ghost of Edie comes back. <laughs> no, that would be fantastic. My girl Nicolette. Oh, Mark my gosh. Sherry would never work with her again. Oh, but, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, that that is that bridge has been burned, but. Yeah, buy a flamethrower. Okay, what about this? Okay. <laughs> yeah, buy a flamethrower. Yeah. The Desperate Housewives spawn. Would that be something that we'd be interested in? No, you know what I would do? I would just, the the title of Desperate Housewives, Yeah, you, you could just reboot the show with an entirely oh. new, with a new setting, a new neighborhood, new wives. I want Desperate House Husbands. Oh, well, that Ooh, too. Yeah. I'd watch that. But you know what I mean? A yes. new set of a, a, a new set of wives with different complications in 2023. Problems in 2023 are very different than problems in 2004 when the True. show launched. <laughs> so Ooh, where's what setting would we want? Scottsdale? <laughs> out of all the cities in the world, I love that you picked Scottsdale. <laughs> I'm thinking of one we haven't really explored before. Plano? I, I would, you know, no, I would do, I would do, you know, the rationale for the Mary Tyler Moore show being set in Minneapolis is the four seasons gives you plot points. Yes. I I would do a a climate that has four seasons. I would do a Desperate Uh, Housewives, maybe like um, uh, on the East Coast or um, Maine or I don't know. New Jersey. Do Desperate Housewives, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Red Bank. Yeah. I'd totally watch that. I would too. Yeah. I would too, yeah. And the boss makes an appearance. We die. Yeah. Or even here imagine? in Minnesota. How yeah. great would that be? Ooh, now we what city obvi- would you pick? well Hollywood would do the stereotypical everyone would talk like Fargo. Sure. But yeah. mm. but there's such a unique culture here, it could be rich. I mean, look at Fargo the movie. <laughs> yeah. Look Wait, how so you, like it, stick to like stick to Minneapolis or are no, we just greater Minnesota? Just greater. Okay. And the passive aggression that you could write would just yes! be so, so oh, perfect. Yeah. So look full. at us pitching a. <laughs> Maybe look two at us pitching a. Yeah. Set up there. Maybe. We'll get to that Andy story <gasps> tomorrow. Oh yeah. One yeah. less. One less thing to. Abs- yeah. Produce tomorrow. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Nice tease for tomorrow. Thank you. Perfect. That's gonna do it for us. <laughs> go out there and be yourself. Because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right, you be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Don and Steve experience next. Jace, go Chicago! Thank you! It's going to be fun. Make sure you watch it 10 on Fox. Uh, We love you. Goodbye for now, and uh, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.